Hi, I'm Angela and I am a holistic therapist and a herbalist. I'm here to do my very first podcast. I am, I'm just branching out. This is something new for me. I've been on my healing journey for a, a good few years now. So I thought I would now take the leap of faith and take it out there. A lot of things that I help people with is shadow work, trauma, um, natural remedies, lots of holistic therapies. So I just thought I would start doing some podcasts and letting some information out there. Every single person, every one of us has a shadow side, a dark side, which is where we store our guilt, our shame, all our traumas, pain, hurt. But we push them down and we try not to look at them. Hence why it's called your shadow. So shadow work is actually bringing these to the core, to the forefront and not focusing on them, but dealing with them. We go through life over and over again, reliving lots of these traumas. So what does shadow work look like? Finding your breath when your blood boils. Now, lots of us tend to try and control everything, but we're not in control of other people's emotions, other people's reactions, other people's actions. We are only ever in control of ourselves. It's questioning yourself until you learn to trust yourself. We ask ourselves lots of questions over and over again, but we never tend to learn to trust our own judgments. We always try and look for other reasons, other excuses, rather than just believing in ourselves and asking ourselves why. Shadow work is also setting boundaries. Lots of us don't set boundaries. We never say no. Whether that's someone asking you for a lift and you're really busy, but you feel that you have to say yes. It's learning to set boundaries. And the smaller the boundaries you can put in place with the, the smaller things, then the easier it becomes to put in the bigger boundaries where we block out toxic people from our lives, which is important. And also remember to let go of the control. When you stop trying to control everything, things stop happening more easier it flows more freely and all of us try and control every single aspect of our lives I've done it lots and lots and lots of times but when you let go it does it flows freely try not to take a lot of things personally I think we we tend to do that a lot when someone's in a bad mood or when someone's irritated or something happens, we tend to take it personally. When it's not us, that's, again, that's about you're not in control of how other people react. Perfect example. This is my first ever podcast and I certainly don't feel in control and I have to acknowledge the fact that I'm very nervous and I'm not in control of any of this that's happening. Any of the feelings, nothing. So I'm just having to go with it. Just let go and just go with the flow. 
take responsibility for myself and that's it. So when trying to learn not to take things personally, have a look at what irritates you, what gets under your skin externally about other people. And when you do that, think back, think of all the, the feelings that it does bring, the emotions it brings, and you can try and connect the two of them together. Another major, major part in shadow work is taking responsibility for your own actions. None of us are angels. None of us are innocent. We all play our part, no matter what it is. So learning to take responsibility is a big thing. And it can be very difficult, very difficult to do. It took me a long time because I blamed everybody else. It, was, it wasn't me. It was friends, it was family, it was ex-partners, it was all them. But in the grand scheme of things, I played my part as well. And you have to accept responsibility. And until you do, it, it takes a lot longer and a lot harder for you to get through things. Because you're always thinking, why did they do this? Why did they do that? For every action, there's a reaction. So you play your part. I played my part. We all play our part. So we need to take responsibility for that. A lot of us also, we will deflect from our own needs and making sure everybody else is all right. That's a sign of trauma. We are, it's as if we're always looking for outside approvals. So you think, and also you think if you take care of this, if you take care of that, if you can heal this person, if you look after that person, then it's going to heal you. It's going to make you better. And it doesn't, ultimately it doesn't, it makes you feel more empty. And again, this is where setting boundaries comes in. We have to set boundaries. You have to take care of yourself first and foremost. Look at putting yourself first isn't putting materialistic needs or superficial needs first. We're talking about emotional, mental and physical needs first and foremost because you have to be up at a level for you to be able to raise your children up to that level as well. And your traumas and your emotions, everything affects that. And I've been in that place where... I thought everything was fine, I've been okay, my children are okay. But really I wasn't, I was too busy taking care of everybody else, including them, that my own needs suffered and I was quite ill, shall we say, is the word. But for years I wasn't healthy. I wasn't dealing with my traumas, I wasn't doing anything. I was just going through the motions and trying to make sure my kids were all right. But until I acknowledged everything and started working on myself, that wasn't the case. A lot of people think that that's me saying that you're a bad parent. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is our children learn from us. A lot of our traumas we carry are from childhood where we look for approval, where we are looking for our attention, uh, looking for attention. 
Because I, I remember as a child being told children should be seen and not heard when you're trying to say something and or it's like, wait a minute, no, get out of the way the now, I'm trying to do this. And everybody's busy in their self and you're left there wondering. And there's enough a four, five, six year old child, it can have a major effect. So saying to your child, What are you crying for? What's the no, what's the tears? Why are you so upset? Stop crying. Rather than coming down to their level and saying, what's wrong? What's going on? Tell me about it. Letting those emotions out, letting a child express the emotions is important. And I think the majority of us could actually say we weren't, we weren't allowed to express how we felt or be a child. You, our parents carried their parents' traumas where it be financial worries, societal worries, friendship worries, relationship worries, they all come down the line and we all carry that on. So we have to decide where do we break it? Where do we stop the generational curses? Generational traumas, sorry. A lot of us also tend to be jokers because if you're laughing, you're hiding the pain, nobody can hurt you. That's a major sign of trauma as well because if you're laughing then you can't be dealing with the pain. There's no pain there to deal with. But at some point you have to stop. You have to. I think I've played the role of every single one of these. Everyone. And it's not fun. It's not fun. Shadow work isn't fun. I had a girl come to me and tell me that she's been trying to do shadow work for a few years, but she didn't think she was doing it properly because the person she was seeing told her it was easy, it was all love and light, which is nonsense. Shadow work is pain. It's lots of snot, lots of tears. It's hurt because you have to face your demons. That's exactly what you're we have to do face our demons and it's the the old saying it's true face your fears and they can't hurt you and we take all these fears all the way through our lives until we say do you know what no enough's enough and you look at it all so uh, trying to figure back where it all came from if you, certain things are stirring up emotions for you, take note of the emotions and even try and trace back to where you first felt that way. Some of us remember <laughs> way back in our childhoods. Some only remember from their 10 years old up. But try and figure out where it first came from and that gives you a good starting point to try then and face it, focus on it. Now, a lot of people, when these feelings arise, they will sit with them for a long time and hold them there. The best thing to do is acknowledge them, accept them, and let them move on. Don't harbour them. As I was saying to my friend earlier on, your gut is your brain. Most of our emotions come from your gut. Your gut produces more serotonin than your brain. 
So when you think about it, when you're happy, when you're sad, when you're anxious, when you're upset, everything starts in the gut and the tummy first and then it goes to the brain and that's when you do your actions. So learning to go going forward, learning to stop and breathe and take a breath before you do anything, before you answer someone back where you feel... Right, I'm going to lose it here. Let's take a minute, take a breath, take a step back and think on it. Whether it takes you two seconds or five seconds, think on it first before you act or react. A great way I find dealing with it also is to write it down. When you write it down, it escapes. It's out there. It's away from you. You're not harboring it, harboring it anymore. So... Why is shadow work so important? It's about finding your light and letting it shine. Really finding out truly who you are. Because these traumas, these scars, these issues, the baggage that we carry isn't us. It's not you. So find your light and let it shine. Also understanding that it's not an easy journey. It's not going to take two months or three months. It's a long process. Longer, depending how deeper the trauma is. I found my journey started, I think I was doing shadow work three or four years before I actually realised I was doing it. But all in all, it was over a period of 10 years. And I'm still not I'm far from perfect, but I still have to, to do shadow work. I still have my triggers also. But what is easier for me is I... I can identify it more easier now. I can sit with it. I can control it a lot easier. Sometimes it takes longer than others, but I have the tools and I have the means. And I also have the confidence in myself to do that now. Whereas 10 years ago, 12 years ago, I wouldn't have. I definitely wouldn't have. So understand yourself. Really understand. Take a really deep, deep look and ask who you are, what you want, what you need in life, and just let your light shine. I, I'm also available for any questions if you want to contact me on my email address just now. I haven't got all the rest of my pages set up, but I have a Facebook page, First Step Healing. If you want to DM me on that, I'm available for any questions. And I really look forward to you joining me on my next one.